testing one, two, this is just a trial run of the first podcast for Project Storm. <clears throat> and I'm rolling. All right. I am Anna Taylor of Anna Taylor Radio, and I'm here to present to you a major project that I started called Project Storm. Or if you were to spell it out, it would be Project Space Hashtag Storm. Just a little bit about myself. I'm going to do a little introduction. I am 36 years old. I live in Lynchburg, Virginia. I came here, honestly, through the Liberty Godparent home, Jerry Falwell Sr. Yes, I knew him. And I liked him, too. Uh, Some people hated him. Some people liked him. I liked him. I thought he was funny. Anyway, so I ended up placing a baby for adoption. She's now 15. Beautiful. She's smart. She's amazing. I have three total kids. So there's lit. Well, I'm not going to say her name out of respect of privacy. But I can say my other two kids' names, Rosie and Teddy. Now, with this Project Storm... Uh, basically the inspiration is I'm an 11 year domestic violence and child abuse survivor. I'm also a birth mother to one child and a single mother to two children. So what is Project Storm? Basically Project Storm was a movement designed as a hub or to be a hub uh, for all domestic violence and child abuse advocacy groups. This includes, I mean, honestly, with abuse, it gets vast <laughs> and it expands because, you know, the scope of this is domestic abuse, child abuse. However, um, because that's just my personal experience, my personal cause within this cause, but we all have our different causes. There's elder abuse, there's animal, animal abuse, there's, you know, uh, civil rights and uh, LGD, LGTB uh, abuse and, you know, all kinds of abuse going on and discrimination. So I'm inviting also those groups as well to be part of Project Storm because we need to not only reduce abuse, we need to end it. Okay. Uh, the mission of Project Storm is to drastically reduce, eventually abolishing domestic violence and child abuse, which I have to add also other forms of abuse, which we will get into the further along we get with the shows. Um, Now, when I say drastically reduce, eventually abolishing, we can't just reach for the stars here. You know what I mean? Um, It's a gradual reach. You know, you got to start with awareness. You got to start with education. There's a lot to this. And it's a very touchy, sensitive subject for a lot of people that hurts a lot. Um, bad memories. You know, there's PTSD, mental <laughs> mental issues involved. Physical ailments that has happened involved. Things like that. I mean, this is a really serious subject. So we're going to get really, really deep into a lot of this stuff and I did put on the podcast that this is graphic so um, this isn't just you know what I say flies uh, 
Don't be offended by what I say. This is a bipartisan and no offense, but non-religious issue just for the sake of peace and not pointing fingers because we don't need that right now. We need to come together. We have all these advocacy groups that are in bits and pieces all over the United States, let alone the world, okay? We're raising funds for this place and that place and this place and that place. Raise funds for this cause and that cause, but we're all under the same umbrella. Is anything really getting done? Um, as far as people who are lobbying or political activists trying to change law codes and the law system, I'd love to talk to you um, because there's a lot that I don't know yet. So, like I said, the mission is to drastically reduce, and I will explain that in just a moment, how we're going to do that, eventually abolishing domestic violence and child abuse. But there's a grander goal. I know through my experience, the justice, quote unquote, justice system has not been just. It is very crooked, and it's a failure. And I don't even need statistics to tell you comfortably that a majority of people, human beings, agree with me on this. There are very few people who have told me, the, just, uh, the court system is not a failure. What about those that they help? Okay, but too far and few in between. How about the vast majority of people it does not help, screws over, puts people back in danger, especially children? How do you think they die? Because the court system puts them back in the hands of the abuser, thus continuing abuse. And then either they continue it when they grow up or they get severely messed up in the head or physically or they die. And that's just a fact of the matter. So basically, um, I'm looking to hopefully all of us to literally replace the entire court system. Now, if there's law codes that are working that are in place that are actually being followed out, great. Leave those in place. But that's going to come later. I'm no politician. I'm not a lawmaker or anything like that. But, you know, I have firsthand experience in this. And I don't like how things have been played out especially with our abuser getting away with just about everything, which typically happens. When did Project Storm start? Initially, Project Storm started, I would say, circa the end of 2017. The reason why I say circa is because I suffered from a really, really bad nervous breakdown in October 2017, um, followed by a whole entire year of the most severe stress I could ever possibly imagine from anyone, which is my kid's father, our abuser. So I cannot remember the exact date or time or anything like that, but I know it was the end of 2017, about the end of, like, end of summer. So the progress that Project Storm has made from then to now, then uh, I was literally just a crazy girl with a name, I'm like, what am I going to call this thing? Project Storm. Storm. Hmm. And it just fit. Um, I thought about, like, it took me forever to understand hashtags. <laughs> I use hashtags with everything now with Project Storm. But, um, hey, why not? So I had a name and I had a vision. Handwritten 
on paper, not typed up, but handwritten. Um, now, basically, uh, we're gaining support every single day. Every single day I get online, there's at least, at the very least, one like a day, if that, um, plus some. So we are gaining support. It just has not gone viral yet, which I project it to go viral, and I hope it does because this is for everybody, not just my cause, but for your cause, your sister's cause, your grandmother's cause, your grandfather's cause, whoever. You know, there's so many people who have been exposed to abuse. It's ridiculous. Whether they were abused themselves or their abusers or seen it or witnessed it or whatever in some shape, way, shape, or form. So, yes, we are gaining support every day. Uh, there are 50 state pages on Facebook. Actually, technically 51. Project Storm um, started out as one page. And then I built uh, 50 other pages. So every state should, unless Facebook took it down for any reason, maybe because I'm adminning all of them and I try to keep up with everything. So maybe I didn't post in a couple weeks or something like that. And maybe Facebook's like, well, we're going to take your page down because whatever, whatever, whatever. But there should be a Facebook page for every single state. The National Project Storm State page is Project P-R-O-J-E-C-T in a space. Then a hashtag, which is the number sign, Storm. Project space. Don't type space. It's a space. <laughs> Project space hashtag Storm. That's the national page. And then you find your state page. So I'm in Virginia, and Project Storm state page is Project a space Hashtag storm Richmond. Hashtag storm Tallahassee. Hashtag storm uh, New York. Hashtag storm Los Angeles. All the capitals of the na of the states of the nation should be up there. Why? Because I want to drastically reduce eventually abolishing domestic violence and child abuse and with the greater goal of replacing the court system. Now, how are you going to replace the court system? You can't just go nationally, federally. Nope. You got to start locally. A lot of people don't know that a lot of votes happen locally, and that is the most important vote that you could possibly vote for. That's why people during voting season are like, vote, 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 vote. They're always up your ass to vote. And yes, I'm going to cuss during these podcasts. Get over it. I'm sorry if it offends you. But you know what? I've been through a lot of a lot of shit. And, you know, I'm being real on this. This is abuse we're talking about. And we're going to get even deeper and darker. We might even have some guests that might open up about their story and get very detailed. And if, if that's the case, if it's too explicit, just simply turn off the podcast if it's too much for you. Or brings back memories of something. It's as simple as that. I'm he not here in any way to offend anybody. But a few cuss words here and there, I'm just saying, before anybody has a problem, it's not going to hurt your ears or send me to hell or anything like that. So I'm just saying, okay? We're not here to point fingers, point blame, put people down or anything. This is to help victims get justice and to make the abusers be held accountable and to replace courses. So other ways that Project Storm has uh, progressed is well we're on instagram tumblr 
YouTube, Twitter. We have this now Zcast network, Zcast, Zcast podcast. I'm new to it, so if I mess up, sorry. Um, I don't even know how to add friends yet. I probably have like a million friends. Probably not. I don't even know. I don't know who my friends are on here, but I'm new to it. And um, I'm very grateful for it as an outlet for people to voice their opinions and get information out there. <laughs> you know, uh, have a soapbox. So what are uh, some Project Storm initiatives? I'd be glad to share that because we have several. So partial to the Project Storm initiatives is awareness and education, which all advocacy groups have that, right? You have awareness. You have October, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. You have, I think it's April, is Child Abuse Awareness Month. This month is Stalking Awareness Month. You have all these awareness months. And be aware, be aware, be aware. Education, 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 which is key, okay? But it's not what is going to actually get things done, which is why, because I'm an unconventional person personally, so I'm not saying I'm the smartest little cookie in the box, okay? But I am different, and I thought of some initiatives to think outside the box some and help drastically reduce, eventually abolishing domestic violence and child abuse and to replace the courses. So, uh, like I said, awareness and education is key, okay? This is 100% action. 100% action. Because they're all initiatives that is taking action locally and nationally. Uh, basically, we're doing these initiatives as ways to accomplish the vision, mission, and goals of Project Swarm. I don't want to be just another cause. I don't want to be just another protest or just another whatever and, you know, fizzle out and just, you know, oh, well, they'll, they'll shut up soon, you know, whatever, whatever. You're on the news for, you get the limelight, you're five seconds of fame. No, like, I want to be here to stay and I want to make an impression with all of us together. That's why I want this to be a hub. With all of us separately and our advocacy groups, great. Because we can reach broader regions and more people. However, with Project Storm, this is a national effort. This is not only locally, but it's going to be federally as well because this is going to reach the Supreme Court. Okay? Let's do the right thing, people, up there in court land. So what initiatives are already in place or being worked on? Well, right now, uh, you'll see a lot of hashtags. Hashtag. The biggest one right now we have is the Mailbox Hero Mission. The Mailbox Hero Mission is basically, uh, I came up with these cards. They're not business cards. I've been leaving them everywhere, like whether bathroom stalls, uh, library corners, you know, uh, where the books are, or in books. Or even, you know, at like food counters where I've ordered food anywhere. Okay. No different than leaving your business card. No different than leaving like a Christian track or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> on the front of the card, if you ever encounter one or see one on the front, it has resources to Project Storm. And on one of the cards, it has the National Domestic Violence and Child Abuse Hotline if you need it. 
Um, both cards are the same, pretty much same thing, just look different. On the back is a set of two sets of directions. The top directions are for the abused or somebody who is trying to uh, report abuse. So they put whatever information, you know, it says, if you are being abused or trying to report abuse, and I'm not talking about these neighbors, don't be nosy and be like, oh, they spanked their child and just bring them more crap, you know, and CPS gets them, you know. Come on, people. Like, know the difference, please. That's part of awareness and education. Don't be nosy neighbor Susan. No offense to any Susans out there, you know, and be like, well, they spanked their child, so their child needs to go into foster care. No, you're wrong. No, you are wrong. Straight up. No kid needs to go into foster care just because of stupid little spanking. Okay? But if you see con consistent abuse, berating, someone putting a kid down, cussing them out in their face, you know, like my daughter's father did to her, telling her how much of a cunt and a little bitch she is, just like her mother. She's going to grow up to be a whore just like me. Yeah, I'm getting real now. You know, this is shit that he has told my daughter to her, not just told, screamed in her face. Screamed in her face. Okay? Which mortified her, scared her. Screamed in her face. Cussed her out. Telling her how much of a piece of shit her mother is. And she's going to be just like that when she goes, which messed her up in the head. She had to go through intensive therapy. I'll get into that with our story later on. But I'm talking stuff like that. You hear that crap and somebody talking that shit to a little child? That's the shit you report. Okay? Seriously. Don't just be nosy. Don't try to pry. You know, everyone deserves respect and privacy. Every family. Every family parents differently. You never know. But I'm talking like if you see stuff like that, yes, that is something you would legitimately report. You see a man hit a woman? Period. Reach out to that girl. You see her walking her dog on the street? Hey, can I talk to you real quick? And you know what? She might not even talk to you. But if you got a Project Store mailbox hero mission card, just hand her the card. Look, look. stick it in your pocket. I want to help you. I'm here for you. I believe you. I support you. Simple as that. Because so many, and there's men that are very abused too, but the focus is going to be women because it's a majority. Yes, it is. You can disagree with me if you want. And if you have any other statistics, by all means, please share them with me if I'm wrong. Okay? I'm not here to be all on a high horse saying I know everything. There's stuff I'm still educating myself on, too. But, you know, focus on women. All it takes is just someone reaching out saying, hey, you got me. No matter what. I saw what he did to you. I believe you. So the mailbox here emission cards on the back first set of directions is basically telling the abused or person reporting abuse to put whatever contact information that they feel comfortable. No, cops are not just going to show up at your house. Okay. There's no crime committed. So why would they show up at your house? This is just a way, another way to cry out for help discreetly. So the top part basically is saying, you know, whatever information you feel comfortable your grandma's address phone number email any way we can reach you that you feel comfortable that you're not going to get in trouble or bitch slap for okay then the bottom set of directions 
when that person puts down whatever contact info they feel comfortable, this is what I'm working with the postmaster of Lynchburg, Virginia, and I'm working on a meeting with postmaster, the chief of police, and the sheriff Sloan of Lynchburg Sheriff's Department. So I'm working on this. Because federally, right now, you cannot go in other people's mailboxes. But because the mail, the post office works with domestic violence advocates and, and victims, like the witness protection program, things like that. So I'm seeing if they'll hop on board. So far, the Lynchburg Post Office loves this idea. So I'm hoping it takes off. I'm hoping it happens. I'm hoping we can find some kind of change just for the sake of reaching out for an emergency for help. If a victim needs help, they take that card with that information and they put it in any mailbox they want to. Meaning they can go to the police station, put it in their mailbox. If they don't want to go to the police station, they'll go to your mailbox, my mailbox, any mailbox. They can go to the post office mailbox. They can go to grandma's mailbox. They can go to a stranger's mailbox. Don't matter whose mailbox it is. Drop it in that mailbox. The person who owns that mailbox is going to be like, what is this? What is this card? They're going to see Project Storm, yada, yada, yada on the front, all the resources. They're going to flip it over. They're going to see the directions, get the gist of, okay, this is an abused person. Then they're going to get to their set of directions. And it says, if you found this card in your mailbox or anywhere, really, with contact information on it, that means someone is being abused. Please bring to authorities immediately. This is not being a tattletale. This is all anonymous, whether you're reporting, whether you're crying out for help, or whether you're trying to help that person by bringing that card, like it says in the directions, to authorities immediately because someone is being abused. It's all anonymous. Okay, so don't worry about your name getting out there or anything. This is a discreet way to get help. Um, so let's say that person brings the card to authorities. If it has to do with the child, it's going to go to CPS. We're going to work on that system too, by the way, but that's going to come later. Anyway, um, and then if it's like domestic violence, it's going to go to a domestic violence advocate. If it's elder abuse, it's going to go to whoever takes care of that advocacy group. Like I said, cops aren't just going to show up at anybody's door, nothing like that, okay? All you have to do is just bring to authorities, and I want to get to the point where they know. They're going to be like, okay, that's a Project Storm card. We know what to do with it, period. No questions asked. You don't even have to smile at the cops. Just, boom, put the card down, leave. It's not going to hurt to help someone when they're crying out for help. And there's different ways to cry out for help. And some people don't get help because of so many reasons, which we'll get into that too. So that's the mailbox here mission. Okay, the next one is the meet fire with fire bill. I'll try to be quick about this one because mailbox here mission right now is the biggest one that I'm working on. Uh, but the meet fire with fire bill is basically a legislative bill introducing um, into legislation that when there's a custody battle, it should be fair on all sides, mother, father, and child or children. Okay. Why does a crime constitute, let's say I'm accused of a crime, whether I'm guilty or not, guess what the judge offers me? How would you like to represent yourself, Miss Taylor, Anna Taylor Radio? Would you like to hire your own lawyer? Would you like to self-represent or would you like a court-appointed lawyer? Why does a crime constitute for a court-appointed lawyer, but custody doesn't when it's in the best interest of the child and it does not make it fair in the courtroom? Because you know what happens? One of the parents can afford a lawyer, the other can't. Does that make it fair? Nine times out of 10, 
I don't know statistics, but please help me out. Post them. Go for it. Please email me statistics galore. Okay, because I'm still learning this stuff. I'm still looking it up. Okay, and I will gladly bring statistics to the table as well. But most times, most times the parent that can afford the lawyer is the bad parent or the abuse, the abuser. Let's say in the case of abuse. Okay, then the other parent that can't afford it, they're not a freaking lawyer. How the hell are they supposed to represent themselves in court against a professional lawyer? Of course, the lawyer is going to win. What are they getting paid for? You know what I'm saying? And then the kids, they always, most times they get appointed a GAL, which is a guardian ad litem, which could be grandma, grandpa, a retired attorney. No, not with the Me Fire with Fire Bill anymore. If a crime can constitute for a court-appointed lawyer, so can for a child, so can for the mother, and so can for the father. Okay? So if the father can afford a lawyer and the mother can't, by all means, she gets a court-appointed lawyer. If both parents cannot afford it and are meet eligibility requirements under the courts to receive a uh, court-appointed lawyer, both of them get court-appointed lawyers. Period. The kids, no more grandma and grandpa, volunteer people that are retired attorneys. No, I want state bar certified acting legal representatives for those children because that is the most important above the mother or even the father. Okay? Seem fair? I think it's fair. Where are we going to get the money? Well, either stop offering court-appointed attorneys to crimes or... There's other ways, and we'll talk about that later. The next one is the Good Guy Watch. <laughs> this is actually a watch that I invented. That um, It's kind of like a GPS locator. It could be used for more than just abuse, maybe for Alzheimer's patients or kids that run off or something like that. But it's going to be typically for ages 5 and up, kids that's not going to throw the watch away into a toy bin they're going to be trained on how to use the watch and i'm talking about legitimate child abuse cases where the parent that receives the watch which i am i am trying to work towards where project storm will be able to issue and fund these watches to legitimate um child abuse cases and families so let's say that parent that receives that watch they're going to be responsible for watching youtube videos that me or someone else will post as to how to use the watch, how to teach a child how to use the watch. Then that parent or person, grandma, grandma, whoever the good parent is, is going to teach a child how to use the watch. Okay? So when they teach a child how to use the watch, they're going to tell that child, if you're being touched, if you're being raped, if uncle so-and-so or daddy is touching you down there or beating the shit out of you, don't say shit. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying, I get really, really passionate about this. But, you know, if grandma's beating you up or saying bad words or you just don't feel comfortable and you feel afraid and you want to run because there's a fear factor over those kids and they can't run. They're afraid to run. They're afraid to say anything to anybody because they're scared. So the good guys watch is going to give them that boost of confidence, hopefully. And you tell that child, if you are being hurt, you run. You run and the good guys will be on the way. So they're going to initiate and activate an app on that watch. 
okay? Now, when they do, because they're going to be trained on this. I mean, this is going to be some serious training. A five-year-old can learn how to do this and be serious about it. I'm sorry, but they can. Okay. So, um, you know, once they activate that app, it's going to immediately alert the local authorities and it's going to ping them. And basically when they get that ping, they're going to know a child's on the run, a child's in trouble, a child's being hurt. A child will run. There's going to be a flashlight on it so the child can see where they're going day or night rain fog anywhere just run but look out for cars don't cross highways you know what i mean like stuff like that you got to train your children teach them teach them well you know there's going to be some training with this i'm not yeah run hide that's the whole point but also you know what i mean if you live near a highway don't tell them to run and then they just run into the freaking highway and get hit by a truck okay like come on be responsible about it. You know, make a route plan. Run. Go to so-and-so's house or run up the street here, Johnny, and go hide underneath um, uh, underneath this bush or something. You know, they're going to have a spot where they know, you know, something like that, like a safety plan for the kid to know where they can run to. Okay? Now, and to keep quiet, within the app that's going to be initiated, it's going to have like soothing sounds. If it's a young child, it's gonna be the good parent, grandma, mom, dad, whoever it is, everything's okay, John. Stay put. This is what's happening, okay? The good guys are on their way. Just remind them, keep them calm, keep them quiet, keep them hidden. If it's an older child, you know, maybe if they want their favorite song or music or even a soothing voice, you know, just something to get them by till the good guys get there. All right. And then the good guys will be on the way. Now, a lot of times, a lot of victims have issues with authorities, magistrates, judges, cops, not believing them, thinking that they're the narcissist or they're just crying wolf or whatever. Um, we'll get more into that later. But, you know, that shit has to stop because that happened to me several times and it put me and my kids back into danger and i don't appreciate it and that's not a matter of cops fo not following law codes i mean following law codes there are cops who wanted to do something who could have done or not really could have done anything but they had an oath to the law code you know so they have an oath to the law code and there's nothing that they could do about it they had to follow the law but they wanted to do what was right, which is why I want to replace the court system with what is right. The law codes need to change big time. And I'm sorry, but I'm whistleblowing this court system. The greed, the corruption, it's going to stop. I'm just one person, but I got law enforcement behind me on this, people. Okay? They think it's a good idea. They love the initiatives. And I can't tell you, there's been more law enforcement here in Lynchburg, Virginia, and Amherst and Bedford, who has agreed with me and told me the court system is a failure. This is the information I'm getting from cops, okay? As to the good cops who want to do the right thing, but they can't because their oath is with the law code. And it screws the victim over. Happens all the time. So anyway, the good guys watch. Good guys will be on the way, and it will take help take the fear factor out of child abuse so that child will have the strength and bravery to hopefully 
run. Uh, another one is abuse education. That's going to be coming next. I want to work with the school boards, homeschool boards, private school boards, all, every school, anything. I don't care what kind of teacher you are, boarding school, Christian school, Catholic school, public school, whatever. There is drug education, sex education, religion education, music appreciation and education, all these education. But what about abuse and behavior education? With that, you know, all it could take is a 16-year-old boy who has witnessed his father beat the hell out of his mother how many times growing up, you know, to learn what a narcissist is, what the cycle of abuse is, and on the wheel of domestic violence is. And notice what his father is doing to not only his mother, but to him, because he's witnessing it. And let me tell you, a child who witnesses domestic violence is just as bad as abusing that child physically, mentally, emotionally, because they're witnessing it. First of all, they love both parents. And it hurts them to see a parent that they love beating the shit out of the other parent that they dearly love. And they can't do nothing about it. Which gives them insecurity. We'll get more on that too. So abuse education, I want to push in schools. I want abuse education. Period. There's sex education, music education, drug education. Okay, whatever. Abuse and behavioral education. Like, I'm talking like a whole big day of it. Every year, maybe during October, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Not just bring it up once in class. I'm talking about like an actual course that these kids have to study. Like, bring out the books, print some educational material out, and have them pass this course as a grade, as an elective. No, not even as an elective. Make it mandatory. I'm sorry, but... You know, I know a lot of people are like, no, don't control me. I don't want to do anything mandatory. But this isn't going to hurt to have a mandatory class on behavioral education. Just think of how many less wackos we'll have in the freaking world. How many less abusers we'll have in the world if they just learned what a narcissist was and what behavior they're, they're witnessing from their father or mother or grandmother or whoever that they turn into. They could just nip it in the bud in school and see, I don't want to be like that. Oh, my God. And it's a revelation. It's like an eye-opening experience. I'm telling you. It'll work. What initiatives can people expect coming up? So I want to get to wrapping this up. Um, but uh, Victim Redemption Day, Storm Day, that's where I want all states to, quote-unquote, storm their capitals. No crazy protests. No vandalism. Nothing of that nature, Okay. We are all in this together, okay? But we do have leverage. Because when we go to replace the court system, the people, the representatives that represent us, like in, in here in Virginia, Richmond, those people that represent me, I voted into office. I am a voter. Whether you're a voter or not, regardless, okay? I'm not going to judge you for it. I do encourage you to vote. But, you know... We vote those people in. We are their bosses. I'm not trying to dangle their job over their head or anything like that, but I want them to do the right thing and pass better law codes, law codes that are going to protect victims and do the right thing and replace and fix that system to where it's not so much of a failure. Do it. Do the right thing. No more corruption. No more greed. All this BS. Stop it. 
It's done. It will be done. People, you got to understand, we control our government. The government does not control us, ever. We the people, don't forget that, okay? Seriously, I cannot stress that enough. Those representatives we vote, we hired, okay? We pay them. Their paycheck comes from your tax dollars, all right? I don't know what they spend their stuff on. That's over my head, okay? But I suggest if they want their jobs, and I want them to join with me on this too. Like I said, it's bipartisan. And I'm not trying to threaten anybody or any politician or anything like that. But if they want their jobs, because once this gains support, the people are going to speak for themselves. You know what I mean? It's not going to be the representatives that are controlling what we do, say, live, anything like that. You know what I'm saying? No offense to politicians, but we do need you on this. You're human, too. Just do the right freaking thing for God's sakes, okay? What am I talking about? Greed. Corruption. Letting abusers get away with shit and not being held accountable like my abuser how many times did he lie under oath, which is a federal offense, but yet the judge let him get away with it anyway? Assaulted me with a shotgun twice, beating me up the second time, but all he gets is a $100 fine and a conviction of brandishing? Beats the shit out of my daughter, but gets away with it? Stalked me twice and I busted him on, on video? Got away with it? This happens all the time, people. Too much. <laughs> All right, so abuse revolution and can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, mirror, mirror. I'll explain that one later. Victims to advocates program because sometimes the victims are so fucked up in the head and straight up so fucked up in the head. What are they going to do in life? They get so messed up, they get on SSI and welfare and fall into poverty or whatever the case may be, drugs homelessness and their life just gets worse and spirals down and down and down want to have an outlet a way to reach back into your community and be like hey i went through this too i used to be where you are oh my god isn't that amazing all right so um anything to look forward to so website fundraising uh, possible temporary jobs. I say temporary because I want to nip this abuse in the bud. So, you know, wouldn't it be nice to say, hey, I'm a CPS worker, but you know what? There's no more child abuse. My job's done. I'm a domestic violence advocate. But you know what? We got to shut this place down because there's so less of abuse now in the world because of this, because of all of us, because of us doing these initiatives and, and you know, changing the law codes and things that my job's done. Don't even worry about looking for another job. You know how much of, a, of an accomplishment that is? Because if that's not your goal, get the fuck out of that job position, seriously, because you do not belong there. If that is not your goal, to end this crap, I'm sorry, but straight up. And I know people want to help people and care. Everybody has different facets, and I don't mean to be sounding rude, but, you know, come on. Who doesn't want to end this? I mean, I'm sorry, but that's a good way to end a job. 
and there's other jobs out there. Why not? We don't know what's going to blossom from the end of this, okay? Just a mission and a vision. So, uh, volunteer opportunities. I am looking for volunteers like no tomorrow, regional admins to admin pages and things like that. Please help. Um, and it's not going to take much time, okay? Uh, more podcasts and videos. Uh, explaining in depth about Project Storm. Like I said, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. <laughs> also, diving into the deep, dark abyss of abuse. Like I said, this isn't going to be no pretty show. You're going to hear some words that you're going to be like, whoa, my ears have never heard that before. So, anyway, thank you for listening to the vision and mission of Project Storm. Everybody out there who already supports Project Storm, thank you so much for your support. I cannot tell you how much it means to me, to my kids, and to the victims out there, and advocates, I'm sure. Okay? Sorry to drop the F-bomb earlier, but I get really passionate about this shit, and, like, who doesn't want it to end? But we have a way. So, help me out here. I'm Anna Taylor from Anna Taylor Radio, and I am presenting to you Project Storm. Anatelia Radio will also have other guests on occasions uh, talking about Project Storm and maybe some experiences um, and also about different subjects because Anatelia Radio actually is my radio name that I came up with because I do media production ever since I was like five years old. So um, I am, that's why I say presenting Project Storm. So I am Anatelia Radio. Taylor's my maiden name. That's my media name public name, whatever. Um, so, you know, there might be times I do podcasts or videos or something like that where uh, it's not even about domestic violence. It might be about something funny. Like, uh, you know, I put like dish soap in the dishwasher and there's bubbles every freaking where. I don't know. Or, heck, I mean, write in. Email me something. Um, tell me what you want to hear. I mean, I ain't nobody special, but everybody has opinions, you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's just to mix it up, too, uh, as far as the podcast and this channel goes. But I just want to thank you so much for listening to this edition of Project Storm. Miranda <laughs> Taylor Radio presenting Project Storm. Um, thank you for your support. Uh, go to Facebook, Project Space, hashtag Storm. Go find your state page. Um, which would be Project A Space, hashtag Storm, whatever your capital is of your state. Okay, if you don't know, open up the social studies book, Google, ask your history teacher, your mama, anybody. Okay, because let me tell you something. I don't know all the capitals of every single state myself. So don't feel bad if you don't know the capital of your state. Okay. Um, anyway, thank you for listening on the Zcast network. Zcast podcast. This is Anna Taylor Radio. And again, thank you for taking the time to listen and take a moment to find something to be thankful for today and bring it with you tomorrow. Goodbye.